Blog Talk Radio. Hello, hello, this is Helena, Helena Steiner Hornstein, speaking to you yet again. And I'm still in the United States of America, still here in Florida. I can't believe how this pandemic has kind of slowed us down, including me. (laughs) I don't do the same kind of traveling I used to do, which was such great fun. But I started to enjoy where I am. You know, this is something that the pandemic has kind of taught us in a way to enjoy where we are and the people who are around you. It's a good lesson in this. And maybe this whole thing about the pandemic was something that the universe wanted us to learn from. It was given us this opportunity to learn a little bit about ourselves and each other. I must say I've had the best time. (laughs) It sounds really odd because I haven't done all these social things I used to do, but I've been more by myself and with myself, and I've painted and I've written, and I have actually been in touch with spirits so much more. And once you understand how hard times can teach you things, you will see it as a gift. I was, I'm almost still in a state of shock right now. I mean, a good shock because I was listening to a videotape on YouTube. And I did, you know, I go through YouTube at times because people send me videos and they want me to watch that. And I watch that usually. And then You have all these other windows where you can click and you get something that is similar. And this time I clicked on something that really blew my mind. And I think there is a lesson in this for all of us. And this is about a young woman called Victoria Arlen. I didn't know who she was before But evidently, she has been in shows like Dancing with the Stars, and she's an actor. She's a motivational speaker, and she's very young. She's in her 20s, Uh, and uh, gorgeous looking. I saw her. (laughs) Absolutely beautiful looking, the way you can be only if you have depth in your soul, and she certainly did. And why I was so impressed by her was that she had gone through a horrible, horrible thing in her life, a sickness, where she was diagnosed with something that was, uh, had something to do with her autoimmune system. And that uh, her whole system in her body, was everything was closing down. She was paralyzed. She, was, she couldn't move. She couldn't talk. So she was just lying there like a vegetable and could not communicate. She was imprisoned in herself. She was locked in her body. And her mind was perfectly sane. Her mind was perfect. She was very, very aware of everything that was said. 
and she was in that in this horrible prison and she had to go through abuse of all kinds that people abused her during this time she didn't want to go into in the talk but i'm sure it's in her book that she wrote called locked in that everyone got their anger out on her because she was lying there just like a burden on everyone but she decided to work on herself through her mind and eventually somehow she could communicate communicate with her mother and her mother said one day because her family were they came to be with her she had her family and she had two triple brothers as well which was so she was part of this trinity you know that she had the brothers as well so she was in a kind of soul unit i suppose with them but i'm not going to speak too much now about things i don't know because i haven't read her book and i never met her i never spoken to her and she has no idea who i am i'm sure i didn't know who she was before either so i heard uh, this on the video on youtube and i also heard her story on satellite radio so she's out there and she's now making this known to the public maybe through her new book but she one day heard her mother say if you can hear me if you're in there kind of see if you can blink with your eyes and she did blink with her eyes and now the mother got hope and the mother had this doubt in her all the time that of course my daughter isn't going to die or she's not dead she's not going to stay like this forever so now they both worked on this the mother speaking to her and the daughter victoria was working on herself to make a very very long story the long story that lasted for years victoria could eventually sit up and she could go into a wheelchair her lower body was still paralyzed but no eventually she made herself well the whole full body to make herself normal again and to be in such a place that she could be in dancing with the stars i wish i would have seen this and i know some people who are listening to this show now have seen that and how this is something that i feel it's so incredibly wonderful so if you out there listening today you have doubt about your being and the when the one you are and your ability no except that you can follow your mind i felt very very touched by that because i've been in her situation a few times not as badly as she has been no comparison i would in no way take credit for that but i have been completely down and bedridden also and sick and also been given no hope but you know you can do it so that kind of doubt you should be able to get over and her name is victoria arden and she has a book i saw that on amazon right now called locked in and i'm sure she would love you to read it i don't usually recommend anyone else's books but i think i should in this case because she also talked about something called forgiveness you have to forgive you have to forgive 
you know, sometimes to get well. And she forgave those who had abused her. And I'm sure she forgave God for having put her in this situation as well. But then I'm sure she was also very grateful for what had happened to her because it made her into a better person. I'm sorry I speak for you like this, but I know the way I felt it when I had those problems. That No, I was grateful for my trouble. Isn't that all we have to say that? I was grateful for my difficulties afterwards, not when I was in them. I wouldn't lie there and say, oh, I'm so grateful I'm suffering. I have all this pain. I'm so grateful for not being able to lift my arms. Oh, come on. Be real. You have to put the good stuff first in your mind if you really want to have it. Never, never put that doubt first if you want to get well from a sickness. And then, now, how come I put this title to this today? When in doubt, don't do it. And then I talk about, oh, when you have doubt and you want to get well, of course you can get well. You know, isn't that amazing how doubt can speak to you in different ways? I, a couple of days ago, uh, when I wanted, when I saw I could have a, a podcast today, I had the time for it and the, the willingness and everything was fitting in very well. I called up my grandson who usually posts these shows for me. And he was in the car, it was late, it was like 10 o'clock, I think. And he was on his way home in the car. And I said, oh, I want you to put up a podcast for next week. And he said, Okay, what's the name? What, what what are the keywords? What's the name for it? And at that moment, I drew a blank. I've forgotten what I was going to have. And I said, oh, I don't remember. I don't know. What should I have? You're so good at these things, you know. He's very open to this kind of subject. And he immediately said, when in doubt, don't do it. And I thought, oh, that sounds really good. I should do that. Let's post that. And case closed, <laughs> you know, that's what we did. And I sent him the confirmation and an email and he did it. So what did I mean now when in doubt don't do it? And I refer to those times when I have been in the car driving and wondered, shall I pass this big truck or shall I not? And I also, I'm not sure, you know, I know, maybe I should not. Then follow that direction. Don't do it. It's when you are in that quick life deciding moment. Shall I do it or not? That is the moment when you should just follow your instinct. And that instinct is then usually, no, don't do it. Because doubt is instinct. Yes, when you are in that kind of situation of danger. But when you start to doubt that you, your feelings, you know, your long haul feelings, no. When you start to doubt, no, I will never make this. I will never get well. Oh, I will never make the, the, the success with this novel. No, hang on to that because, again, 
this is the thing about rules. You cannot take them exactly the way they are written. They have to fit into the particular moment. And why he said that, why my grandson mentioned that to, to me, was probably because it must have served him at some time when he wanted to do something. And then he remembered, Grandma, oh, when in doubt, don't do that. And that he saw was a very, very good idea at that particular time. And I cannot tell you the many times that must have saved my life because I follow that when in doubt, don't do it. When you want to pass this big truck and you don't know what's going on and everything is a matter of split seconds, yes, you have to listen to that instinct at that moment. But when you're lying in bed and you doubt you would ever walk again, no, that doubt is made to overcome. That's it. And there's another one good saying like this that I kind of like a lot, which is, there is no free lunch. And Americans know what that means. I don't think we say it in Europe, at least we didn't before, but it's something that started in the business world that if you want something from someone else, you take them to lunch. It's a big rule. It's one of the secrets, actually. Take them to lunch. You pay for it, of course. Invite them to lunch. And of course, now you can Tell them what you really want, why you really wanted them lunch with you, because you had a wish and a desire and a purpose. So if someone shows your particular interest and you have you wonder why why are they doing that? It goes back to that, you know, there is no free lunch. There is always a purpose why someone is doing something you know, for you and goes in the business world that, yes, you have to deserve certain things before you accept some good offers. So that is something again, and you have to, of course, there are nuances here, but the big rule is watch out because there is no free lunch. I know I was engaged to someone very, very um, well, the people regarded him very, very important. And he was, you know, fabulously rich. And he was all those things that people wanted. And he was actually the introduction for many, you know, into a certain kind of world or the business world in that country. You have no idea how many free lunch <laughs> invitations I got. And of course, they would say, oh, no, now that we have, now that you are with John, you know, I would like you to, to, I would like to know you a little better. No, what they wanted to was they wanted to know him better so they could use his introductions for whatever it was. And it's kind of maybe a little mean to think these things, but it's also reality out there. So I want you to be kind of, saying about, you know, certain things. 
overflattered by certain things. Don't be overflattered if someone suddenly invites you to lunch, you know, or someone really starts to give you a lot of attention. What is the purpose of this? Well, it depends, of course, who you are and who you know. But there is a purpose about things. And there's another thing in this particular thing is that I use, which is God rewards the, the, the ones who deserve it. And I think that is fitting in with this. God rewards the ones who deserve it. What does that mean? I know so many who come to me and they say, you know, I've taken all these classes and I have all this education and I have all this intention and I have all these people I know would like me. Why is it not working for me? And very often they have started being in fields like healing. Many believe that can start to go into the field of healing because they've gone to several courses and classes and then it doesn't work for them. And then they come to me and say, why is it not working? Why are people not coming to me? I know they will like me. And then I say, well, maybe you're not ready to be a healer yet. Sometimes healing is something you're born to do and not that you can do because you went to a certain class and you learn those things from someone else. And I said, practice more, learn more, because God will reward those who deserve it. And they never like that very much because they feel they've been taught enough from their classes and from the books they have read. But it doesn't sit in that one when you work with God, so to speak, with this higher power. It has to come from your heart. It has to come from that inner light, whatever you want to do. I like the way that Einstein and Steve Jobs kind of talked about what they were doing and then about their intuition. And they both said, and I think it was Einstein who said, the intuitive mind, and that was what he used a lot and that he promoted a lot, is a sacred gift. Whereas the rational mind, just a servant of something else. And it's so true to come into those higher realms of knowledge. You have to work with the higher power. And then you will deserve that reward that you will be getting. And where are those higher realms? Realms, I would say. Where are those higher realms? That is what I call the God connection. The intuitive connection. And once you have that intuitive connection, you don't have the doubt somehow. You just move along with it. And suddenly you realize, my God, I got all this. What happened? It's so easy somehow. So that is the whole thing is that 
your sacred self, that soul part of you, is a gift that you came with. You brought this with you to this earth. And now you have to be connected with it. This is the whole thing. You have to be connected to that higher realm of yourself, the soul side of you. And how do you reach that soul side? Well, through prayer and meditation, through the connection, through the intention, through the letting go of the rational mind. You know, just through, I am the light. And sit in that light for a while and feel it and know it. It is there for you at all times. At all times. Yes, I am. The light is an energy that exists there within you at all times. And this is what it means to be created in the image of God. You know, the Bible is so full of good old wisdom. And also those Ten Commandments are part of the Old Testament. Good old wisdom has nothing to do with religion, mind you. No, it's not religion. Yes, it's been adopted by religion. And those Ten Commandments you have in in the Christian uh, religion, you have it in the Muslim religion, and you have it in the Judaism, in the Jewish religion. It's there. They're very, very similar to each other. And was not written by their religion was written by the people long, long, long before them, and it has survived. So if you don't know those Ten Commandments, well, one of my shows is talking about the Ten Commandments, and I want to do it again, but maybe you should just go back and listen to those commandments, because they are wonderful. If you look at them with today's eyes, and listen to them with today's mind. Open mind, may I tell you. So then we have, yes, I remember a friend of mine said the other day, if it's too, gro- if it's too good, it's us- it usually is. If it's too good, it usually is. And it usually is. And I go back to business with you, those great calls you might be getting. Oh, yes, we have this investment for you. And if you invest this, you know, we only want $10,000 now, right now today, because we have this great opportunity. And, you know, you would, it would make you 100000 just through this investment. Again, if it's too good to be true. If it sounds too good, it is usually too good to be true. In my book, The White Light, A Limitless Reality, you will have a lot of real life stories. And in between those stories, you have channeled information. Why I mention that now is 
that when you are in a moment of doubt or in a moment where you're looking for a, a direction, so many of my readers have said that, you know, I looked up your book just like that. And I've always found a few lines that fit right into my problem and actually have given me the answer right then and there. So get that book, The White Light, The Limitless Reality. And if you get the hardcover one, that is a really beautiful book. You know? and It's a coffee table book. And you have to read it once through, but then leave it there. Don't lend it to anyone. You'll never get it back. And let it lie there. And when you have some kind of question where you want, where you want to have the answer, just open the book. Just like that, without thinking where you're opening it up. And just read what you see. And you will be surprised how you will find your answer. This is what people are telling me. I get these emails like that almost, not every day, but I get it several times a week where they thank me for the book only because they have used it like a guidance, like a say on the show, you know. So if you want that kind of little ray of light on your coffee table, get it, the white light a limitless reality. It has a subtitle, which is Understanding the Law of Togetherness. This is very, very, you know, suitable for our life altogether because we actually live in a togetherness, not only with each other, but with the universe. We do it all the time. And this is what I want to just get into everyone's head. We are not alone. You are not alone. You may think so because no one is listening to you. And you are by yourself and no one is coming to visit with you. But you are not alone. And you can create that kind of company in your head, if you're lying there sick and alone, we'll start to create company with the light that lives within you and start to talk to the light, talk to your soul. And you will really feel a much, much better energy within you and around you at that time. If we would start to believe and think this way, we would have a different world. We would have a better world. I can't believe the world we're living in now. How intelligent people. Here we have billions and billions of people living on this planet. And they give their power and thought away to one egomaniac, one egomaniac out there, one man who starts to rule our world and kill people to the right and the left because they don't like him or because they start to want to defend their country. What is going on out there? How can we place ourselves in that position that we give all our powers away to one man who is not even a good man? Have you thought about that? What are we? 
Are we robots? Are we zeros? And we allow this to happen? Start to stand up for that godly sparkle within you and deny those powers taking over your beautiful world. There is no excuse for that behavior out there. Absolutely zero excuse. Don't come up with any excuses for that person who does those things. There is no excuse for ruining other people's lives or killing other people's happiness. You don't do that. That is something called honor. Even if it's on a smaller scale or bigger scale, that is something called honor. Stand up for that godly power that lives within you and lives within everything that lives on this planet. Not only on this planet, but all over this universe. This God that we call God is not only for this planet. Do you believe that? Come on. This is a world, this is a universe where all and everything is totally connected. Remember that. Never, never forget it. Have you ever heard of Dag Hammarskjöld? Of course, Swedes, you Swedes know who Dag Hammarskjöld, who that is. He was the first Secretary General of the United Nations. And he was working very much for peace in this world. He was murdered eventually when they shot down his plane he was flying on. And and the plane fell down. Somehow he survived, but somehow he didn't survive being on the ground because they were waiting for him to, to, you know, for the plane to just crash land just there. Anyway, he said that people on this planet have to get together in a big, big togetherness of spirituality. And he said we can have peace here in this world only through a spiritual awakening within each one. We can have peace here in this world only through a spiritual awakening. Did you hear that? And it starts with you right now. Don't doubt who you are. You are a spiritual being. You really are. You can choose to be more into the logic if it makes you happy. But to be a spiritual being makes you actually happier. It does. Because you're never ever alone again. So you can. If you start to program yourself that you are a child of the light. All these people come to me for sessions. I keep on saying that you're a child of the light. You are a being of the light. This is what it means to be created in the image of God. And I think this is such an important 
knowledge, in a piece of knowledge that you remember who you really are. You are light. You are a being of the light. And that is the eternity within you. When you one day leave this world behind, you will be in the light. Okay. We will now start to have our little meditation. And all my meditations are with the light. I put myself in the light first. And of course, you relax your body. And with your intention, you relax your body quickly. You take a deep breath. You close your eyes. And you take a deep breath again. And you begin to go deeper and deeper and deeper. Now, you feel cleared. You feel in harmony, and your whole body is relaxed. Should any thoughts enter your mind, thoughts that don't belong to your mind, you just throw them out. Clear, clear, you let go of those thoughts that disturb you. And you take another deep breath. And you go deeper and deeper and deeper into the eternity of your inner self. And you have now come to a place where you feel at peace. It is a summer night. It's not quite dark. It's just a beautiful summer night. Somewhere on the northern hemisphere of this planet Earth, feel relaxed, so relaxed, and you feel right now that you are absolutely convinced that you are in harmony with the universe. And you take another deep breath. And at this moment, you stretch out your arms as if you're welcoming something. And you feel a warmth, a ray of warm light coming down over you. Yes, you feel warm light enclosing you. And you sit now in this beautiful warming light. The light goes into your chest area and enlightens and awakens your soul heart. And when this happens, you smile. And the light goes now deeper into your being, deeper into your soul, and awakens good memories of happiness. Because there are moments of happiness in everyone's soul. Yes, there are moments of happiness 
in everyone's soul. And there in your soul, you have a dream of doing something good. And suddenly, you feel that ray of light is touching that dream of goodness. Something is happening within your soul. It's opening up. And you feel more and more comfortable with the one that you are. You are a shiny soul. Your intention is to have a happy and good life. And this happiness starts right now within you. And you shine and give of that happiness. You shine that happiness all around you to your surrounding, making your surrounding happier and more open to the light. Take a deep breath and you feel the energy of the goodness shining into your body, into your organs, into your liver, into your pancreas. Those two organs receive your light. And those two organs are determining your wellness. And I'm sending of that wellness to each one listening right now. And we are brushing away all obstacles. And you feel it all the way to your feet. How the light is shining all the way down into your feet. And you take a deep breath. It's right like a release of all darkness. You send away this dark. And you feel even stronger now. You feel you know. You feel powerful. You feel you have now received knowledge. And you smile. And suddenly around you, it's daytime. And you're aware of all the green colors around you. You have this big, tall, green grass and you're walking through this green grass. Your feet are bad and you feel the softness and you feel the freshness of the grass. You feel also the dew from the grass. You feel you are receiving strong strength from this green grass. And right in front of you, in the green grass, you see this big white lily flower. You walk straight up to the flower and it's a big, big flower. The flower is just next to your face. And now you dip your face into this flower. 
into the yellow center of this white lily flower. And you breathe in the aroma and the strength of nature into your being. You feel it and you know it. You know also that this meditation is channeled. So it goes from the soul of the universe right into your soul enlightening you, taking away any doubt, giving you clarity of the light within you, how you feel and sense that strong energy of white light shining into your being. And now you walk further and you feel enlightened. You feel strong. You feel full of love and light and you walk into the woods. And you see all the beautiful trees around you. Trees with big, beautiful leaves. Many trees have flowers. And you stop for a moment and see all the flowers on the tree. You discover the beauty of nature and you feel completely in harmony with all that is. You look up in the sky and you see a big, big ray of light coming your way. And you welcome this big ray of light now descending upon you. It enters your head. It goes into your shoulders and all over your back. And now it goes into your heart. You are completely enclosed into this ray of light. You take a deep breath. You feel so in tune and so in harmony. You love who you are. And now, slowly, slowly, you're coming back to the here and now. Still with the feeling of the light. And when I count to seven, you're going to open your eyes again on the count of seven. You take a deep breath and you stretch your body. You feel so much in harmony and so full of love and light and good health. And you want to share this light with the world. You send it out to the countries where they need the love and light. You send it to the people who need love and light. Number one. Number two, three, four, how you love the light. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Now you open your eyes again. And take a deep breath. And you feel high 
will love the light. And let that feeling remain with you for the rest of the day, that you have that feeling of love and light. My email address is Dr. Dr. Helena, my first name, info, short for information, at yahoo.com. Dr. Helena, info, at yahoo.com. My website is bodysoulconnection.com and also findingyourinnerlight.com. Thank you so very much for being with you today. Thank you so much for being with me today. Have a wonderful day. Thank you all. Bye-bye.